Okay. Kumle la bar kemaru be up to daf nun amid aleph. We're almost at the end of the Masechta. Next week, already we finished the Masechta. So the Gemara over here, we're still talking about Nisuch HaMayim, and we said that they put it into, uh, if it falls on Shabbos, they put, bring the, they draw the water and they put it into a kegli, which was not consecrated on Friday. And then on Shabbos, they perform the Nisuch HaMayim. And then the Mishnah concludes, but if the water, let's say, spilled out or it was left uncovered, and then you cannot use this water and you have no choice of Shabbos, so they use the water from the kia. What's the problem is left uncovered? That a snake might have uh, drank the water overnight and left behind some venom. And Rashi learns the problem is that since you have a, um, you have a certain, if you hold it, you have to have a certain amount of water, you have the minimum amount, let's say three lugan, then um, if now the poison replaced some of that water, you're missing from that shear. Ingmar concludes this place is actually not in the first place, and that is because it's inappropriate, it's not pasig, not suitable for the base of English to use water that has venom in it. Anyway, says the Gemara, you tell me that it was that it was uncovered and the snake left some venom behind. But my why leaven mishanenas use a kind of a strainer that will that will hold back the poison. Must be lema masnis in the lake of the Then we can only conclude that our Mishnah will not follow the view of Rabbi which is what Tanya. We learn misanenes that even though you use a strainer, nevertheless, it is forbidden. It's forbidden, and and uh, because you cannot hold back all the poison, and it is forbidden. Says <clears throat> When is that talking about? This is talking about. Okay, so this basically what what it is is that they used to they used to place wine. They used to place wine in a uh, in a pot with there was a strainer, and on top of the strainer they used to put on top of the strainer they used to put all kinds of different spices and herbs with nice fragrances, and they'd pour the wine through that, and that's just like cognac they used to make, um, and 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 um, and that's how the wine you know took on or absorbed some of those fragrances. And uh, what happens is that the strainer you know, holds back all of these uh, spices and only the wine pours right through. So that's the Sanenis. So the first opinion says, nope, this gili doesn't help. Um, in other words, if you left it exposed overnight, it doesn't help because the poison might be able to go through. Or because a snake can go underneath the strainer and still drink from the wine directly. And then it's obviously forbidden. Comes along in the chemistry pants. Amos, I the Oh, talking about if the if the the wine where it ends up in the bottom is also there's an ex, there's exposure, there's, there's place for the snake to, to wiggle its way in and drink some. Then it's forbidden. You have like two layers, and there's a pot on top and a pot on the bottom, and the pot on the bottom is completely covered. It's only the you know from all sides, and there's a strainer on top of that so you can't get through. And then there's a pot on top where you pour the wine and you keep this in the in the different spices. He says, because the snake cannot get directly in the water. And what about the venom? The venom can go through because the venom is something that flows to the top. He said, because since venom flows to the top, it won't go through the strainer and go down to the bottom. Because he says the others, um the, the, the venom of the snake, is like a sponge, it floats on top and it stays in one place. And therefore, the, the strainer holds it back. It doesn't go through. That's what he says. So Al Mishnah doesn't give an option. It would seem to say that Al Mishnah holds that it's, that it's still forbidden, um, even though there's um, a cover on it. <clears throat> 
it's all right for an ordinary person to drink it, it's safe. But in the base of Migdash, it's much more an issue than just being safe. But when it comes to the base of Migdash, it's not just a question of safe, it's a question of what's dignified. Because doesn't he believe in the Pasuk that we quote all the time, will you serve this up? Excuse me. Will you serve this up to your officer? And if you did, Hayitzach will be happy, or Ayisa Panecha will he show favor to you? Amar Hashem Zadeibishter, how can you produce, bring such an item into the Vesa Migdosh and make a mitzah out of it? Therefore, it's inappropriate, even if it's safe. Hadin Allah Lulubarova, now we come to the last Mepedic, all about the Simchas Vesa Sha'iva. So they used to play a special instrument, the Khalil, a flute. They always played instruments of Vesa Migdosh, but the flute is special when it comes to Simchas Vesa Sha'iva. Um, we'll, we'll learn in Gemara Erechen that there was 12 days a year they used to play the flute the, and, and the flute is the one, only one that's mentioned amongst all the musical instruments because the flute is the loudest it, make, it, it seems that the flute was the loudest so HaKhalil sometimes Hamisha, sometimes they used to play it five days and sometimes Shisha six days, this is with Simchus Beis HaSheva what we're talking about, the flute of the Simcha Beis HaSheva, they did this to increase the Simcha by the Beis HaSheva. According to Rashi, this is a din in in the Nisach HaMayim. It's a din in the Simcha Beis HaSheva. According to the Rambam, it's a din in Simcha of Yom Tov. Sukkot says three times Simcha, therefore it needs extra Simcha, and that's why they play these musical instruments. And they used to play these instruments, the machlekes and the fashion, but tomorrow later we'll see which way it goes. Whether we're talking about at night when they used to draw the water, or we're talking about during the day in the morning when they brought the karmatomer, they used to actually pour the water. But anyway, the idea is that if uh, that Shabbos, if Shabbos, they would not go ahead and play these musical instruments, even though it's only a shavuz, it's only Easter Rabban, what's wrong playing musical instrument? You might end up fixing it up. Still, it is forbidden, Tasha says, because it's not really, not only it's not an avoid, it's not even to enhance the avoid, it's purely the simcha yeseda, to add more joy. Others say, if we had in our even towards the end, that there are different levels and grades of shavusin. Some shavusin, many shavusin were not concerned with in the base of Megdus because Kainim knew what they were doing and were diligent. But there were certain shavusin, if it's, um, we had about, you know, making a, a bow and a versus a knot. So over here, the, the, the instrument breaks down to repair it is something that happened seems quite often in those days. Therefore, it's considered a, a grave shavus or a, a very a, a strong, a severe shavus. And therefore, even the basic meters, they wouldn't counter it. So sometimes it's 605, depending. If the first day sukkis is on a Shabbos, then you have six days Chalamoy, so six days. If any other day falls on a Shabbos, it's only five days. In other words, we did not go ahead and blow these instruments on Shabbos. Shabbos a Shabbos, and we weren't doing it, nor we doing it in Yom Tov as well. Says the Gemara, Itmar of Yudah Ravina, there's an Agra of Yudah Ravina, Chatani Shoy Eva. One of them called it Shoy Eva, Simchas Beis Hashoy Eva, the Chatani Chashuva. The other one called it Simchas Beis Chashuva, the Chashuva, the most significant event. So therefore it's an appropriate term and that's what's called simple is the place, the location where they did it. And it's called the, the, the drawing of the water because that's what the Pazik says. 
the one who says that we'll call it and this uh, this uh, particular activity is considered very significant. Let me start. Let's make a mistake. This is a very significant mitzvah. The shisim, the shoots that they they pour down, started from sheishim ebreishis. Even though they did it every day with the wine, but the water was something you did only you know a couple of days a year, a few days a year. Therefore, became a very um, important event, and it's called chashuva because it was there from sheishim ebreishis. And so what's the word Sha'eva? Sikhabai Sha'eva. So Rashi Mara seems to say because we drew water. Jesus brings to the Shalmi that it's called Sha'eva because people used to draw Ruach HaKadish from that event. Because the Shina does not rest only where people are really happy. That by Navim it says, but he but he came and managed started playing the instrument. Only then but he all of Ruach Hashem was able to prophesy. So you have to be very, very happy. And Jesus brings the famous Shalmi that Yoina. And by the way, it's a big controversy when exactly Yoyne ben Amitai, that we're going to read in Kippur, when exactly did he live? But Yoyne ben Amitai, how did he become a Navi? He was Euler Regal. And by Simchas Beis HaSheiva, obviously he danced very, very well. And he was really, truly enjoyed um, Simcha. So that's why the Shechina uh, rested on him. In fact, we have an argument. We have we have someone who argues on Mishnah. You hold that the, that the flute did push away Shabbos. And not only couldn't you blow it on Shabbos, you cannot even blow it on Yom Tov. So the Gemara will explain what's going on. And just a quick introduction. We know that you play musical instruments. There's two ways of understanding the role that musical instruments had in the base of English. Is, is, is that, you know, the theme, their role was to, to, to uh, augment or to enhance all the kabbanas by singing. The question is, what's the ikashira? Is the ikashira the pair, vocal? The singing is made, and the music there purely as a background, right, to, um, to enhance it? Or ikashira is bekevi. The main music is actually the music, and the voices are there, perhaps. To firstly have to say this, the words, the parakim, but the voice also, you know, melodious adds to it. But the ikashira is became So that's the question here. The, the flute, is that an avoider or is that just there as an enhancement? So we'll see the minute. Amr Abiyah says, in fact, I believe that it's precisely the machlik is between Rabbi Yisib and Yehuda says, you do play it on Shabbos, and the don't. Machlik is Bashir Shakarban. They're arguing about when they used to sing by the carbon, they used to play music by the carbon, and they're arguing what first of all, they're not talking about the flute by Sikha Vesha Eva, they're talking about the flute by the carbon during the Nisachamaim activity itself. In every remember, we learned that Nisachamaim was done every morning when they brought the carbon to Amit. And um, and the Levine would stand there on their platforms and they would say a shir, they would say the certain prokimatilum, shir shayim. And there were 12 days a year that were so hush of that they used to play the musical instrument by the Mizbech and, and, and so on. So the question is, is um, the, uh, the, the musical instruments played at that time, what role did it have? So Rabbi Yezi holds, the main music is the, is the is musical instruments. So therefore, it's like, um, we know that a carpet tzibah requires a shear from the Torah. And Igmar Erchen has this whole discussion there. And Abiyazi holds when, the, when we know we need a shear, shear means playing musical instruments. So, therefore, um, and all the instruments, the harp, whatever it was, including the flute. And I told you, we mentioned the flute because that's the loudest of them all. Um, therefore, it's considered an avoida. And anything which is avoida, it pushes away Shabbos because in the basic English, they did all the avoidas on Shabbos. So, avoid he would do it for Shabbos. But Abban holds no. 
Rabban Nahor, when the Torah insists that you have to have Shira by a carbon, they're talking about the Gladim should sing and say a certain prokim from Tehillim on a daily basis. But the musical instruments is not that part of the Vedas, so therefore it doesn't, not only does it push away Shabbos, it doesn't even push away uh, Yom Tif as well. <clears throat> Um, what about when it comes to the playing the music when it comes to Shaiva, which is definitely not an Avaida? Then Simchi, everyone agrees it's only there to add more simcha, and therefore you have no right to play it even on Yom surely it's not the So they used to stand all night long on the steps. We'll see later on. The steps dividing the Ezra's Yisrael and the Ezra's Nashim. And uh, the Levine will stand there with their musical instruments and they will play all night. So all it is, it's not an avoida, it's not manatoida, it's only a simcha yaseida, which is actually is a machlaik, it's manatoida, but whatever it is, it's not an avoida. They, they were there all night. Yeah. Uh, sorry for interrupting. The, then how would snakes get there? Snakes basically keep away from people. Yeah, but they were in one area and, um, and um, where they left, we talking, the snakes were only worried about Friday night, remember? Mm. Um, they, they drew the water on Friday and Shabbos morning they would come in and they would use that water. That's the only time we're worried. All other occasions they were never worried. You're right. You're right. Says the Gemara. I know the Bapligi. How do I know that the whole argument is, revolves around whether the main sheet is or with musical instruments? The Tanya we learned in the Bryce. We learned in the Bryce that we know that all the clay shores, every keli, every vessel that they used in the base of Midas was consecrated and became holy and sanctified all the contents inside. And we learned from the Menorah, you know, what's considered clay shores, the materials. What about a wooden keli in the base of Midas? Do we have any precedent for a wooden keli at all? Because if we do, then we would say wooden keli also become holy, sanctified, sacred. But the, if we don't find any precedent for a wooden keli in the base of Midas, no, the only wooden thing that they had in the base of Midas was. The flute that was used at that time was made out of wood. In fact, we had the Marech and they, they tried to coat it with gold because they thought it was inappropriate to have a wooden flute and, and the sound was um, deteriorated. So they just they removed the gold and the sound came back. So they, they left the flute as a wooden cave. So the question is, do we draw parallels to the flute or not? So if you view the flute, the activity of the flute as an avoida, a service in the base of Megdush, then we had a wooden keili service in the base of Megdush. But if you say it's purely to, to um, as a background, but it's not really the avoida, then we have no precedent for any wooden keili. And we have that argument. So he says, just like we have the argument there regarding wooden keili, I would say, therefore, the, and, and that revolves around the question of whether musical instruments was an avoida or not, I would say the same argument would apply to whether you blew the flute on Shabbos or on Yom Tov, or with no Yom Tov, but on Shabbos by Sikha Be'i how do I know that? It's how do you learn? Klishad is also made out of wood. Rebbe, poisel. Rebbe said, "How can you have a wooden keli inside the base of Migdash?" My love, what's the focus of their argument? But how come if this is their argument? Man, the machshir, the one who says you can use wooden one, which is Rabbi Yisib Ayuda, the same Rabbi Yisib Ayuda that we talked about before on Sukkot. So what he holds, ikashira bekli, a musical instrument is part of the avodah, and therefore, because ikashira, how do you put singing? The title wants singing means music. The Alfina Mabu the Moshe learned from the flute of Moshe that was made out of wood. So since we even hold the one that wood was an avoider, the flute of Moshe was an avoider, therefore he says it pushes away Shabbos. Uman the possible the one who says that you cannot blow flute on Shabbos, he would hold like Rabbi Sava, he would hold that the main singing is vocally, not the usual instrument, so we have no precedent for wooden. Kaylee in the basement. Well, they are feeling about the Moshe. I mean, that's what that's how we learn it. Same like, no. Kuliyama, everyone agrees. Ikashira Bikli. Everyone says the Ikashira is in with the musical instrument. I can give you two different ways of learning. 
and that I can say that the argument regarding the flute has nothing to do, it's totally unrelated to the argument regarding uh, Kalim in the Beis HaMegish. And the argument regarding the flute, whether pushed away Shabbos or not, we can learn one of the two, one of the following two ways. Either everyone agrees that musical instruments play a vital role in the Ikashira Bikli. So, so in, in fact, if, if everyone holds it's Ikashira Bikli. When it comes to this argument about wooden Kalim, no, you're your whole proof that that's the argument of the uh, Awagmar by the flute is based on the argument regarding wooden kalim. And you decided that uh, the, the argument, the crux of the argument regarding wooden kalim, whether they're sacred or not, depends on the flute, the role of the flute, wooden flute that Moshe Reino had. That's what you decided. I can learn that their argument has nothing to do with that. In fact, I can learn the argument either they all agree that the wooden flute was an Aveda, or I can learn they all agree wooden flute is not an Aveda. And either way, it makes sense the argument whether wooden kalim of wooden vessels are sacred or not. And I'll give you two ways of learning. One way is as follows. Kuliyama, everyone agrees, Ika Shiribikli, everyone agrees that how you, when the Tater says that you should have music, it means musical instruments. So what's the argument here regarding, so we had a wooden flute, that's a keli. Yeah, but the question is, when it comes to the flute, you have absolutely no choice. There's no alternative. You have to leave it in wood if you want to have a good a good quality sound. And as Igmar said, they, paid, they, they coated it with gold and, and, and it actually interfered. So they left it at wood. So they had no choice. And the argument is, so what about the ordinary vessels? You can use metal, you can use, uh, uh, you can use wood, different materials, gold. What should you do? Or copper. Should you then learn from the wooden instrument? Because the fact is, the wooden uh, a wooden flute is a keli. Or do we say, look, they had no choice, but here you do have a choice. So that's the argument. Do you learn something? Do you draw parallel in something where, in the case, we had no choice? Man, the maximum says he couldn't that wooden sabbat done in Efshim He holds a wooden keli my good because we learned from the draw parallel from the wooden flute, even though they had no choice. Who cares? The fact is that we use the wooden keli. Man, the apostles are like, don't Efshim You cannot draw those parallels. That's all. They're not arguing about it, but everyone agrees that the flute was part of the service. That's one way of viewing it. Or if you want, everyone holds the other way around. Everyone holds that the flute definitely was not part of the service. News, if the flute was not part of the service, there's no precedent for wood. Why would anyone say, why would anybody say you could use wooden cable? And the ain't done You don't learn something from a circumstance where you have no choice. But here, there's a totally different argument. They're arguing about a rule when the title we had this, we had a number of places. When you have a rule, when you have a, a generic expression, then a very specific and then generic, we call that klal upratu klal. Do we, do we view it as klal upratu klal or do we view it as ribu mir In a nutshell, klal is, includes everything. Comes along a prat. What's the role of that? The next word, which is specific. If you hold cloud, the prat cloud goes as follows. The prat comes to define the cloud. That cloud that I gave you, I don't mean it to be so expansive. Prat, only limited to exactly this prat. So the prat is coming to define the cloud. Then you have another cloud afterwards that's coming to expand. So what? how far do we expand it? But we have a prat in the middle. So we expand it. Anything which is similar to the prat, right? Cloud, prat, cloud, anything similar to the prat is included. But if that's one format of learning, which we say in Davin Bishmol says, there's another one, and that's called Ribli Umiyat and Ribli. It works like this the Ribli includes everything, comes along the Miyat, and the Ribli Miyat is just like Cloud Pata Cloud. The Miyat says, you know what, only include things which are similar, similar to the Miyat. So we're not limiting it to the Miyat, we're including anything which is similar to the Miyat. 
then you have another ribay afterwards that comes to expand, to broaden the range. So we include everything except the one or two items that are so far and far away from the original cloud, the other end of the spectrum, that that's excluded. So in our case here, it says in the Pasek, um, says, <clears throat> we learn from Menorah the kind of vessels we use in the Middle and they argue whether which clearly prat we use a system of clearly prat or Rebbe Emir. Come, that's argument. Rebbe Dorish clearly prat. Rebbe says he used the rule of clearly prat, and Rabbi Yisroel Yehuda says Dorish Rebbe Emir. The more explain. Rebbe Dorish clearly prat. He says about sisim menoiras. It says in the pasuk that you should make a menoiras. Right? It doesn't say what material, so it's a cloth. It includes everything. Then it says in the passage what Zav turn, pure gold, which is very limiting. That's a prat. So you can only use gold. Then it says, Miksha Teosa Hamanoida. We should make one piece, but then it's a Teosa you should make it. Sounds like you make from anything. So it's a cloud, prat, a cloud. Chaz of a column. Cloud, u prat, u cloud, e atadoin. You don't rule. Ella keena prat. Only that which is similar to the prat. Maha prat, mefusha matkas. I don't care if it's gold, wherever it is, but it's all made out of metal. That's a general material. Af kolshon machta, anything made out of metal. That, so that's why they hold a wooden casing won't work. He says, Dorish, we do darshan, ribui umir. That's the format we use. So let's use the same thing. But asisa menoira is a ribu, every kind of material, wood and everything else. Zohav toy, gold is mir, comes to a limit to what? Anything similar to gold. Maybe also only metals. Any metal, but only metals. Then mixture to awesome noida chazori becomes to expand that range. Riba umit, riba riba hakel. It includes everything, including wood. My riba, my rabbi rabbi kol milit includes everything. So my mit. The fact is, we have a mit. So one thing has to be excluded. What is the most remote thing? What is the most distant thing from gold? Mit shel chedes. You know what is what is limits? Clay. Clay is is uh, earthenware. Because it's so the opposite of gold. Gold is something dignified, elegant, and clay cheres is so mias. In fact, we call muktzen and shabbos muktzen machas mias. So therefore, that's what's been left out. The wood can be used. So therefore, what we're saying to Rabbi Yisuv is your your explanation of whether a flute can be played on Yom Tov or not on Shabbos or not during Basir Sheva, you gave an explanation. They're arguing whether it's an activity or not an activity, maybe, but the, the proof that you have is definitely not a proof because the other argument about wooden vessels has nothing to do with what the role is. Says the Gemara, Papa, the Papa says, in fact, Kitanoi. This, Rabbi Yisif said, if the Ikashira is the pet, or Ikashira I can tell you it's an argument between Tanoi. The Tanya we learned, Avdei Koyanim, uh, when they used to play musical instruments by the carbon, who would who play who were the orchestra? Who were the members of the orchestra? What qualification? We know when it comes to the actual singing was Levine. What about the members of the orchestra? So Rabbi Meir says, In fact, they were servants. They were servants who were of the Kainim, and they're the ones who play these musical instruments. Rabbi Yaisi says, no, you did not use Avodim at all. They only use Israelim, but not only Israelim, but Israelim distinguish Israelim. Mishpachas Beis Apgarim, they use a family called Beis Apgarim, and Mishpachas Beis Sipraya, and a family called Beis Sipraya, and from a city called Ma'amum, from the place called Ma'amum, Shahoyim Asin Lekona, we knew that they were all very worthy, uh, worthy families, and they were suitable to marry into the Kohuna. So those Israelim we used to play, the, they were in the orchestra. Said, not only didn't we use Abadim, um, not only that, we also didn't use Israelim, because I mean, it says, 
only be a levy. Just like when it comes to the singing, it can only be a levy. So too, when it comes to playing the musical instrument, the band was only a levy. Now, what's going on here? One opinion of Vodim, one opinion Yisraelim, Yuchasim, and one opinion Levim. My love, but how come? Papa says maybe they're arguing in the following. Man, don't mean Avodim. One is Avodim. How you somebody hold because the band, the orchestra didn't play a role at all. Doesn't have to be a coin. Doesn't have to be a lady. Ika should have prepared. Levim's role was to sing. Therefore, we don't care about the musical. But the orchestra, they're just background. But a man, don't Levim. But the other one who says Chanim and Tigna says it has to be Levim because he holds as a part of the Ika should have musical instruments and therefore have to be on Levim. Ika should have been clean. Says what? How can it be? Hagen explained the middle opinion. The middle opinion says no avodim, but doesn't have to be levy, only Yisrael. So Hagen explained. If he holds that it's Bikli, then it should be only Levim. And if he holds it doesn't matter, then it should be even Avodim. But Tizbarab, Yesi, Mike said, what does he hold? Ikashida that the main singing is vocal, that I feel about Nami. Then what's wrong with Avodim playing musical instruments? And Ikasov Ikashida Bikli, the Ikashida is by with musical instruments, Levim, only Levim, not just Salem. Says everyone holds Everyone holds that the Ikashira is vocal. Maybe. Everyone holds Ikashira is vocal. So what's the argument about musical instruments? A totally different argument. I'm just telling what happened. One says, this is what I saw. It doesn't really matter who plays musical instruments. So, the, so therefore, I saw they used uh, even servants, even, even servants. Someone said, I saw the music servants. I saw musical beam. Different times, different periods. They're not arguing in halacha, they're just talking facts, says the Gemara. Then why even argue? Who cares? The Mayan another matter. Because sometimes, if you see a person behaving in a certain way, we can make assumptions. For example, if we see a person, we're going to have more exhibits there in the second page. If you see a person duchening in public on Shabbos or on Yomtev, then you can surmise that this person is a coin. And how far do we take it that he can is only to regarding marriage or also regarding collective trauma? The more we'll discuss there. So if if Mylin Maduchin to uh, to Yuxin and so on. So the same thing here. If you saw somebody playing a musical instrument in the base of English, what assumptions did we make? And that's the argument here. Um, the argument is there's two things about Levine. First of all, or the two things we always worried about. First of all, can they um, eat miser? I'll only a lady can eat miser at 10%. Another thing is, can he marry, let's say, a coin without having to bother checking out the whole family? So that's the argument here. The one says, the argument, if you see them standing on the platform of the base of Midrash, can you automatically surmise that they can marry anybody? Because they're definitely a miyuchis and they're allowed to marry a coin, ula miser, and regarding miser. Um, so says, come if that's the argument. Mandama, the one who says, Avodim Hoyu, that they were just slaves or servants. Obviously, he held halachically, just because you saw them performing on the platform, we didn't make any assumptions about their status. And therefore, it doesn't matter. That's what he's trying to say. In other words, what he's really saying is, we don't make any assumptions on anybody's status just because they play musical instruments. And how does he say that? By saying, by suggesting that even Avodim were able to play. So in other words, it means nothing. <clears throat> However, Amanda, I mean, the one who says, no, that they, they weren't Avodim, but they could be Yisrael, he says, when you saw people playing musical instruments, it, it only helped us in so far as the status regarding marriage, but not regarding mice. 
that was the Israel Kedush. So he holds Mayim Beduchli Yufsin Avaloy LeMaisa, but not for Maisa. Man Rambam Levima. He wanted to say that was actually Levima played with Lisbon. He says if you saw anybody on the platform, you could automatically assume some of Mayim Beduchin Bein Liyufsin. He can marry any Koyin and Bein LeMaisa, or he can marry, or he can go ahead and get Maisa. Okay, so this is the first answer we have in the Gemara. Tomorrow we'll see the Rabbi Yimei Rabba who argues Rabbi Yisrael. But Rabbi Yisrael wants to say the discussion here as to whether you, Rabbi Yisrael Yehuda, when he says he could play musical instrument, the flute, on on Shabbos itself, and the Chomus he can't, is arguing is arguing about whether the flute is considered avoda or or the flute is there only as a background, as the background doesn't push away um, Shabbos at all. But if it's pivotal and so on, then it does push away Shabbos. <clears throat> and he's talking about, yeah, and he said that the whole argument is only regarding playing music when it comes to a carbon. But there it's an avoider, and there, if if it, we need to play musical instruments, that's part of the avoider. But when it comes to playing musical instruments for the Sikhra Shaiva, there's no question, there's no argument, there's no discussion that you cannot do that on Shabbos because it's only Simcha Yaseira, it's not an avoider at all. What right do we have to play on Shabbos? We see tomorrow, Rabbi Rabbi. Um, completely argues with that, and he says that the argument is dafke by Simcha Bezashayim. But when it comes to um, to the carbon, everyone agrees you played you played even on Shabbos on Yom because that's part of the avoda, as we'll see tomorrow. So everyone have a good day.